All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, episode 160. Uh, we're going to recap week number three. Um, the Bullets and Pay-Per-View had the 7 o'clock game. Bullets were able to take care of business 78-67 to 67 and get the win to move to 3-0. and uh, Iso Johnny dominated 34-11, and 11, 7 assists. Uh, play some good defense. I thought Reed struggled a little bit, but Reed uh, has been dominant on the boards. It's basically going to come down to Danny and Reed uh, to who's going to win the rebounding title. But I think the difference uh, in this game was just the size of advantage. Um, the Bulls were just too big, man. They out-rebounded uh, pay-per-view by 20 rebounds, 53 to 32, uh, and it showed. And then you had, um, you know, they just wore us down. We, we controlled the majority of the game. And then uh, I think mid-third quarter, uh, they took the lead, and then they just never looked back. But um, shout-out to uh, to the Bullets for a hard-fought victory. I thought um, I thought they showed some real uh, some real determination and grit to get that win. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a through three quarters is a heck of a game. Um, and I think they had a 10-point lead. Uh, if you did, your, your squad, they had a 10-point lead. Um mid-third quarter, and then I saw Johnny happen. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> uh, they, they were up 10. Sorry, and then did I, you say that again? Personal, like, eight on run, and then maybe assisted on, like, another four or five points after that, and y'all got the lead then and never looked back. It was never really a uh, question who was going to win the game after that. But it was a great game through three and a half quarters, two and a half quarters, almost three quarters. It was a great game. That's why I was just like, Preview's about to pick up their first win, and, um, you know, the Bulls about to get their first loss. And then, uh, I mean, they had a player who could just take it up a notch. Uh, and unfortunately, you guys uh, couldn't match it at the time. But, I mean, heck of a game, though, regardless. Yeah. Um, and, again, the, the Bullets, they just they just show a little bit more experience. Um, and they did it with five guys as well. So there really wasn't no excuse on our end. We Both both teams had five uh, that showed up that night. And uh, they were just a bigger team. I mean, they, they have – when you got that many bigs, when you got in, when you got sweat, and you have um, and uh, who am I missing? And uh, and Reed, that you know that's that's imposing, man. They so they just they were just too their, their size was just too much. Um, yeah. All right, the second game of the night, Squad One versus Team Chosen. Uh, squad One got the win, ninety-one to seventy-three over Team Chosen. Uh, speaking of big guys, uh, <laughs> Team Chosen, they they went ahead and. You know, they did some recruiting and they came out with their squad. Um, they got some size now, man. You got a Randy King that showed up. We we, we said uh, he was coming. Then you got uh, Chris Brown, and I don't mean the singer. Uh, Seven-footer uh, shows up, you know what I'm saying, and almost has a double-double. Well, well, not almost had a double-double. He had 20 and 5, but uh, he was out there. He did what he wanted. He could score inside, outside. He's going to be a problem. Um Good luck, everybody, trying to deal with that team uh, as they gel and, and, you know, build some chemistry throughout the season because they got six games to get it together. Right, right. And, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately for them, they have to run to a team, the only team who probably can match their size, strength, and ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess the Bulls can, too, when they're fully healthy. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, the unfortunate part for the team chose they played Bullets and Squad 
they just they come out and play the two most physically imposing teams, and they're physically imposing. Uh, before that, be you know, but these teams have played together for a while now, and you're this, this team, particular uh, team, chose to try to jail. So, with them trying to jail and playing the two teams that probably can't match up with them, uh, yeah, they didn't have any time to get the game together. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they had to come out and, and take some punches from the best. So, uh, with that being said, I think they had a did have a good showing for themselves. It was a close game until probably. Uh, squad one took it up another level, maybe like, uh, maybe like same kind of with y'all mid third quarter. Yeah, uh, like like you saying with you guys game, like mid third quarter they was able to take it up another level that uh, team chosen could match at the time. Uh, but maybe with a, a future matchup, maybe they will be able to match up. But uh, it, it was a good game though, and it kind of gives you an idea of what could possibly be coming going forward. Uh, and it's going to be competitive going down the stretch. Unfortunately for you guys, you guys will have to match up with all this size. Too. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of pay-per-view. So we'll, we'll kind of see. But you guys have a lot, a lot of athleticism and speed, though. So we'll, we'll see what kind of happens going down the stretch. But just getting back to the game, Jalen, baby go, amazing. I mean, 27-5-5. Five and five. Uh, Marcus Hall, uh, he's going to score. Yep. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> He's going to score. Uh, and then, like you say, then you got Jalen, uh, you know, the, the, the smaller Jalen, but he, he came in, did what he does. And then, like I said, um, then you got Goosby and, and Danny. You know, this first game, I've actually seen Danny actually in a long time, maybe not since he's played against Brandon and, like, uh, you know, and uh, when we were the champions. Uh then he kind of had some guys in there that was banging with him. And actually could sustain banging with him. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that, and that was for, because Danny was so dominant the first two weeks that it was good to see somebody. Yeah, he probably needed uh, somebody in there bang with him because that's how dominant he was, just off the physicality. So, kind of have uh, Randy in there and uh, uh, Chris Brown in there banging with him the way they were. Uh, you know, Danny had to make some adjustments to his game. Yeah, so, we'll see what happens going forward. Though it, it was a good game, though, nonetheless. And he and he got in foul trouble too. I think that's why he didn't play as much. Right, it was. Uh, he got he was he had four in yeah. the first, first yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, four for the to finish the game. But they, you know, they pretty much had the game intact after that. Um. All right, and the third game of the night, boot gang versus the agents. Uh, boot gang was able to sweep the season series over the agents, winning seventy eight to sixty nine. Uh, agents fall to zero and four. Uh, and this was a boot gang team uh, that did not feature Deshaun and uh, Rashawn Thompson. So my prediction that they would score so many points uh, was under the assumption that, you know, they would have those guys, uh, but they, in yeah. fact, did not have those guys. They only actually had BJ uh, and DeVere, and Mudge didn't play either. Man, that's like that's like 50 points on the bench. Yeah. At least, at least kind of fifty. Like they've done all season. They kind of finding ways to win, but now, yeah. uh, not jumping far ahead too too quickly. Uh, I mean, they have to come and play squad now because it ain't gonna be that easy no more going forward. So. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they gonna have to definitely come to squad now. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they did what they have to. They did enough. Uh, Devere had twenty five. BJ had thirty one. Uh, and first first time I see BJ actually be vocal too and kind of say, "Hey, this is what we need to do." He had I saw him take on the leadership role and um, really kind of get guys uh, where they need to be and 
tell how they're being sloppy defensively and they mm-hmm. weren't rebounding well. And so the, just kind of seeing that leadership by BJ makes it like he kind of wants it this year. And in the past, uh, you know, we always do that BJ put up buckets. But, you know, then it comes to a playoff game or something, he'll be out of commission. We don't know where he's at. This year, kind of looks like BJ's really ready to make a run with this team. So, uh, and I mean, look, they got their whole squad with Deshaun and Rashawn. I mean, they're going to be a problem. And yeah. much, and yeah, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah, that's that's that shows a lot of confidence in them, uh, not having those three guys and still believing that they can win. Uh, this is the difference between this team and uh, the team from last year. Last year, when they didn't have their top guys, they actually didn't even show up. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't forget about that, guys. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on to our next topic. We have player of the week. All right, player of the week uh, coming up next. All right, time for our player of the week uh, for week number three, and it goes to Iso Johnny. Uh, for those that uh, read the article on uh, Facebook, I already posted this. Uh, Iso finished with 34, 11, and 7. Um, he got just enough votes in order to uh, take home his second consecutive uh, player of the week. Now, he's definitely starting to pick up some steam uh, for uh, for MVP. And, uh, you know, their record being 3-0, and it definitely helps. I think right now, um, I think the the thing that's helping him uh, make the case for MVP, I know he doesn't necessarily care about individual awards, but I think the thing that's helping him is that, you know, his team's record uh, has been so good. In the past, he's had good numbers, but his team record didn't match some of the guys, some of the candidates that were winning. So it's hard to make a case for him, a legit case for him to win MVP. Uh, he's had at least uh, four or five MVP-type seasons, though. But... Um, Shout out to Johnny for getting uh, the player of the week. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to add to that. I've said already that the guys really just getting better season by season. Uh, you know, it's not to mean guys that get better as they're aging a lot of times. So uh, he doesn't, in this competitive basketball film, he's just taking it up a notch and taking it up another level. And you see it with these back-to-back um, player of the week. So shout out to Johnny. Keep doing what you do, man. I expect we don't need another MVP-type performance today, this week, because he's playing his number one seed. So we'll see if we get another MVP-type performance from him this week. Yeah, and if, I, I think if he uh, if he's able to, you know, produce similar numbers and the Bullets are able to get a win, I think it's hard to make a case for him not to seal the victory Um if you know they were to able, you know, even to even if they were able to tie, have the same uh, record, I think you know that's it. He has he has the tiebreaker, so this game is huge. It would take because yeah. uh, I mean, right now you're looking at the MVP <clears throat> MVP race. I think Danny took a serious hit, uh, serious hit. I know I'm not saying that you can't have bad games, but you can't go from averaging thirty or not. He wasn't averaging; he was close to thirty. It's like twenty seven and fifteen. 27 and 15 to having a five game, 5.4 rebound game. Like that's going to, that's going to really hurt you. You know what I mean? So um, I think, you know, with the way Johnny's been playing and uh, Jalen's been consistent, I think Jalen is starting to take the, you know, the mantle a little bit uh, for, for MVP or uh, for squad one. And he, they got three legit guys that can win it. You got Danny, you got Jalen and you have, um, Marcus. you got Marcus. So any one of those three can win it. Uh, but you know, uh, again, shout out to shout out to ISO uh, for taking uh, week three player of the week. So back to back for Johnny. All right, let's move on to our next topic.
All right, time for our week four uh, power rankings. Now, um, we're going to start from, let's start from, let's go bottom. Let's go bottom to the top. I know I've been doing top to bottom for a while, so let me switch it up. I'm going to go bottom to top. Uh, pay-per-view. I still have us at number six. I feel like, um, I'm like, yeah, we showed a better showing this week. We didn't get beat by damn near 50, but um, <laughs> I mean, I still got us last because I mean, we we had a chance to win the game, and we, like, blew it. You know what I mean? So that's the second game this season where we've had a double-digit lead and, and lost the lead. Um, and it, it just is, like, in, like, the blink of an eye, and this like, we just could not withstand the run. So, you know, I know basketball is a game of runs, but um, I thought that we didn't make a run early. You know what I mean? I think, like, we got a lead and we sustained the lead, but then – uh, the bullets just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, and we just weren't able to, you know, just stop it. Like they, they end up winning by double digits. How do you have yeah. a double digit lead and then lose by double digits? That's not good. That's like that's basically getting your ass kicked. So, um, I got us number six. I got the agents number five. I got them still ahead of us. I think they're still playing better. Um, they lost by nine this week. I mean this this past week. I think they're just they're they're in a lot of games. They're competitive. They have they have enough talent, I think, to to be competitive. Uh, no team has really dominated them yet, um, so I, I think this team is better than they look, uh, better than what their record is showing. I have Team Chosen at four. I think Team Chosen is is, is going to be on the rise pretty soon, uh, with them bolstering their front court. I think um, I think they're going to make some noise. Don't be surprised if they're able to uh, to jump in the, the second or third slot. Uh, before the season is over, um, I have uh, Boot Gang at number three. I think Boot Gang uh, still looks good. I think they're deep enough to where they can rest some guys because you know Boot Gang they they do a lot of dumb stuff off the court, and that's how they you know they they come back uh, when it's game night. Two or three of their guys are hurt, so I think that's that's the problem with them. But they're deep enough to where you know that's not going to affect them too much. I had to talk to them much about them. I'm like, hey man. You guys signed a contract, you know. You're not supposed to do anything outside the court. <laughs> so, right. so, oh, your contract's gonna be voided. Your fifteen, <laughs> your fifteen, twelve million dollar uh, pay per view contract that we have on there is gonna be voided. Um, and then I got the bullets at number two. I think you know, um, I think they're right there. You know, th- this this week is gonna tell who's gonna be the number one or number two seed right at seven o'clock. Um, we're, we're gonna find out real quick uh, who's gonna be. Who's going to take that number one slot? And at number one, I have squad one, still undefeated uh, at the halfway point, still uh, kicking butt and taking names. Uh, I think they are unquestionably the number one uh, ranked team right now in the power rankings. Okay, Sean, what you got? All right, man. It's weird, man, but, like, I'm going to agree with you for two weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh. And that's, I don't know if that's ever happened. Uh, I think one season we did. It was like the first two weeks, and then we disagreed the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the rest of the season we disagreed. Yeah. It, 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 it's a uh, pay-per-view. I think it was, it's close between you and the agents, but I think the difference is just uh, <laughs> you guys just don't finish games. And the agents don't either. I think it's both your team's problem that you don't finish games. But uh, just a little effort's a little bit better for the agents. I feel like 
they could have really won these last two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you guys, I was almost expecting you guys to still find a way to lose. Yep. It's just the feeling that I kind of got. And I remember I was I'm sitting at the table watching the game, and when y'all had that 10-point lead on the bull- Bullets, I'm like, hey, next two minutes, go decide the game. It, it, you know, if they don't give up this 10-point lead, even if they cut it down to five, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And within two minutes, they literally was up five. <laughs> See, just like that. Yeah, I literally blew a ten point lead within like two, three minutes. It, it was it was wild. But again, I saw Johnny happen. No, Johnny Johnny took over. Um so yeah, I think it's just the main difference. Neither one of these teams finished games well. But uh, today, I still feel like they're kind of on the up and up. And, I mean, you guys will really see this week because this could literally flip because guess what? You two teams play each other. It's a toilet ball game. Yep. Uh, and uh, combined 0-7 right now, be playing each other uh, for the 8 o'clock game on uh, Wednesday. So that'll be big for both of you guys. I think both teams are kind of itching at the bit because both teams feel like they're going to get their first dub of the season. Yeah, well, somebody is going to get the first dub. (laughs) I think we don't have a choice there. And just like with the 7 o'clock game, someone's going to get their first loss of the season. So we're the exact opposite. I just feel like they're going to get their first one. I think, like, you guys feel like you're going to get your first one. So it's going to be – we have a really good idea. And it's funny because the way the power rankings are, the three and four, that's who's who's playing this week, and the one and two, that's who's playing this week. So, like, all this could flip really fast. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, the boot game versus Team Chosen. Uh, uh, not not boot game versus, but yeah, my fourth uh, would be Team Chosen. Uh, they both with their roster. They're gonna be a problem. Um, and I could easily, you know, I I would even say they looked good enough. They actually looked better in boot game this past week, but boot game one. So it's, and boot game three and one. So it was hard for me to just put them ahead of boot game. And boot games won three games. They only won, and they've lost two. Yeah. Uh, but they did look better in boot game this past week, in my humble opinion. And with a with an eighteen point loss, yeah, they still, <laughs> they still look better. <laughs> but with that being said, boot game this is going to be huge for them because it. For, this why this game is going to be huge for them. It's going to tell me what they really are. Yeah. If they, I, I think they're number three right now, and that position stands. They might even be able to go up to number two with an impressive win against Team Chosen this week. Yeah. So uh, they better bring their whole team. But yeah, they they don't need their whole squad though. They gonna need <laughs> if they gonna have any chance. They gotta have their whole squad. They better have their um, whole team, like everybody. Right. So uh, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go book game three, two. Uh. Yeah, obviously that we say it was the bullets. It's the bullets. Uh, they didn't look as good as squad one last week, but I mean they've looked amazing the first two weeks. Yep. So um, I'm assuming, and they were the only team. And that's true. Be told, they were on the team to beat squad one last season, and they were on the team who probably could have should have probably beat them the other two times. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying literally they beat them the first time, and again they were losing the majority of the game, and then the next two times they were winning a good portion of those games and lost so uh i i think they will come out inspired this week uh and i dare to say they could possibly be number one um when we do the power ranks next week but for now they're number two and squad one i'm not gonna disrespect squad one by saying anybody's gonna beat them until somebody beats them they're gonna be in this spot plain and simple yeah they're they're, they're good they're powerful 
uh, it's just they can hit you. So they can beat you inside, they can beat you outside, they can beat you with speed, they can beat you with physicality. They it's just they can beat you in so many different ways. So until someone beats them, I'm just not gonna ever say that they're gonna lose. So just plain and simple. So they're no more spot and they're defending champion. So what else what is there to say? Exactly. All right. Uh, let's go into our predictions then. In that case, uh, the seven o'clock game. Speaking of squad one, uh, they are matched up against the Bullets. Um, I have the line set at even. Um, I think both teams have earned that respect. Uh, the over under is one ninety three, and um, I'm going to pick. Oh. Uh. Like you said, man, I, I think I think squad one, um, until otherwise has been proven uh, that they're the champs. I'm gonna pick squad one to win this game in a close one. I'm gonna say they win ninety five to ninety three. Um, but, but if you tell me that Shannon is coming, if Shannon Handy is showing up, I might change my pick. I okay, put it like this, if. If Shannon's not there, I got I got uh squad one winning 95-93. If Shannon shows up, I got the bullets winning uh 101 and 97. Mm. Oh, 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 wow. So on the on the um uh, on the Facebook page, I'm gonna have squad one as my victor. Uh because I don't know that Shannon's coming. So I'm gonna assume he's not coming. So I'm gonna go ahead and go uh squad one to win. Okay. Uh <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. I know <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to. You thought about it. I thought about it because I mean they played so well, but I'm just going based off last week, and I think squad one look a lot better than uh, Bullets did last week. Mm-hmm. Even though both teams won, I would say uh, squad one. And like I said, and, and this is a this is the biggest matchup of the season. Let's not get twisted. Uh, I think last year both teams got mad because I was like they feel used to like I didn't hype up this game enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, but I, I was just trying to be impartial to all the games. But let's call it what it is. This is the marquee game on a prime time Saturday night game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is what it is on a Thursday night prime time game. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, when the lights come on, Marcus Hall tends to play well. When the lights come on, Jalen tends to play well. Um, so. I know those two are going to have good games. I just really feel like both of them are because they usually do in these big games. So that that's going to be a difference. I'm going to go squad one, 94-90. 94-90. All right. Uh, the 8 o'clock game. <clears throat> uh, we got pay-per-view and the agents. I, I set the line at the agents. Uh, I'm going to give them – I might change it to one and a half. I'm going to change it to one and a half. <laughs> I'll say they're one and a half point favorite. Uh, the over/under set at one forty with their combined uh, points per game. Obviously, I'm going to pick pay per view to win this game. I'm going to say pay per view gets their first win of the season. I say we win uh, ninety to eighty four. Okay, nothing wrong with that, but you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that. I'm going to go, uh, consider that Hussein had the highest PPR this past uh, week. 
game the nine o'clock game we have uh team chosen versus boot gang i got boot gang uh with a two and a half point favorite uh over under set at 145 i'm gonna go with uh i'm actually go with team chosen to win this game i think their size is gonna be a problem uh for boot gang and i think it's just gonna show uh, now boot gang better get out and run and they better make their shots uh, because I think they're like, like pretty much team chosen gonna get what they want in the paint. So team, uh, so the boot gang they gotta hit, they gotta hit threes, they gotta make yeah. their threes early and often. Um, and they're gonna have to force, um, team chosen to go small. Um, uh, but I got, I got, I got team chosen winning that game. I'm gonna say they win ninety three to eighty seven. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Team chosen. Got team chosen. Yeah, I, I was gonna try to fake it like I could go gang on, but size too much. And like I said, when you when you depend on shooting, it's just hard. It's just when you depend on shooting, it's hard for you to come out and me for me to come out. Unless you the Golden State Warriors, and even they have off nights here and there, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, you gonna make fifteen threes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is what I think they need to do in order to win this game. And I don't think I mean that's just hard for me to come out and say that. So I'm gonna go with Team Charles and get their first win of the season, get their first win in Ultimate Hoops. Yeah, uh, and take it down the uh, boom game. What's your score? Uh, oh, mm, might be a high scoring affair. I'm going go 9387. Same score? Yep. Well, we agree completely. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 9387 team chosen. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. All right. We have a special guest uh, live via cell phone. Uh, Mr. Wisconsin Johnson. DJ, how you doing, sir? Uh, good, man. How y'all doing, man? All right, I can't complain. Can't complain, That's can't complain. Right, man. All right, so... Good to hear from you, big dog. It's been a minute, man. About four months, man. It's been a, it has four been a minute. Months. It seems like it seems like it's been a lot shorter, but it's been a while. Now, um... It's been a while. Now, DJ, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk briefly uh, about 
uh, where you currently stand, um, you know, uh, in, with your with your numbers and your, your career in Ultimate Hoops, and then, then we're gonna we're gonna go off to a various uh, set of topics. Now you've you've tallied a total of 113 games, 119 or 121 if you want to include uh, Lyndon White, the legendary Lyndon White. Uh, shout out to Lyndon White. Um, you're you're currently sitting at over 2,000 points. Uh, about 600 rebounds and just under uh, 400 assists. I should, I should be close to 3,000, but you know, like, hey man. Yeah, you get. Those, those nine, yeah, yeah, but you know, I go those nine pay things, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, you should. You you definitely you definitely uh definitely Hall of Fame uh, worthy as far as uh, as far as the numbers go. Uh, I think you still got a shot at it, but you know, with, with lifetime, they got weird uh, criteria as far as uh, Hall of Fame goes. Now, um. You have you've had a a pretty interesting career. You you have you have the lone championship with Lake Houston Live. Uh you've been a part of some teams uh that's been the championship. I think you've been to four finals. Um yeah. and currently uh you're out. Now before we talk about where you're out, let's talk about uh your last couple of seasons. Uh now we relaunched um, you know, fr from Sugarland back to champions. You were with Lake Houston Live. Um then you went off to uh, I know you were with Forty Boys, and then with the Agents the last two seasons. Now Forty Boys, you guys were really good. Uh, you had a chance, uh, probably to to win a championship. Just came up a little short, um, in the in the semifinals, and then most notably you finished uh you finished your season, um well quote unquote finished your season uh with the Agents who had who lost their last eight in a row. Uh, you you suffered a devastating injury. Take us back to that night. I know it's hard for you to do. Take us back to that night and explain exactly what happened. Oh man, man! I think I, I I truly think about this injury every single day, man. Like you know what I mean? That I have to see this boot on my foot. But so the the night it happened, you know, we were we were going into uh, from halftime, mm -hmm. and. Um, we had we had a comfortable we had a little lead not not too much but like our momentum was good everything was good and then the start of the third quarter um i think it might have been a rebound and the guy well i don't i don't have proof of it but i felt a foot on the back of my achilles mm -hmm. now my teammates say no nobody wasn't there but he was behind me mm -hmm. so when i when I grabbed the rebound, I turned, and he had his foot on the back of my Achilles as I was turning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of aggressive on the rebounds, and I, like, sprint. Like, I, that's that's how I always do. I grab rebound, I go. Mm -hmm. So when I turned and pivoted, I just heard a pop, like, mm -hmm. pop. And he jumped back with his hands up. And all I all I just felt was just like this incruciating pain. Like it just it just was like I knew I ruptured it like immediately. Like I knew it because mm -hmm. I've never experienced that type of pain before mm -hmm. in the Achilles area. And you know my foot, my ankle was dangling, so I already knew like it was over. Like that's all I could think of. Like I can't end my career like this. Like there's yeah. no way that this is gonna happen to me like i never really been injured since y'all know me mm -hmm. since kevin since sugarland i never really had no injuries mm -hmm. so for this to happen to me at 38 
you know what I mean? Usually this injury happened in your early 30s or something like that. Kobe yeah. did it at 34. Mm -hmm. I'm 38 years old. So it's kind of like all I can think of is over for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I laid there for seven minutes in that pain. The pain lasted about seven long minutes, man. Yeah. It was just the worst pain I could feel. Now, they do say uh, Achilles injuries, it feels like someone steps on the back of your foot. But there's actually nothing there, so it's it's a possibility that that, that he he didn't step on it. Cause I I actually seen quite a few injuries. Everyone always turns around and looks like, man, who who the hell just stepped on the back of my foot? I saw it. I saw it in a pickup game. Say it again. Yeah, like somebody just kicked him or something. Yeah, yeah, I, and I saw I saw it in a pickup game over in uh in indoor West Indoor uh, Soccer League. Dude was just playing. He got a rebound, passed the ball, and he just looked like. Like, who the hell just stepped on the back of my foot? But nobody was there. He was all alone. And he was like, damn. And I, and I knew it. As soon as I saw him, I said, damn, that's the Achilles. Because that's the same That's the same exact way it always happens. So, um, so yeah, DJ, man, I'm, I'm feeling for you, dog. I don't risk that injury on anybody. You know, the best players in the league, uh, you know, now we're, you know, 2022. Um, you know, technology has gotten better. You know, the medical advances have gotten better to where an Achilles injury isn't the end of the world but uh if you don't do surgery it, you're looking at a minimum of three years uh rehab before you'll be back to 100 percent to where you can play basketball again because it just takes a long time for the body to heal now if you do get surgery you're looking at about uh, about a year and a half at 100 percent, a year to where you can actually start playing basketball again so uh, i don't how's your how's your rehab going right now actually man Yeah, you're looking so at I'm longer timetable, yeah. Yeah, I was already ahead two months, mm -hmm. two and a half months, and then they were like, it'll push you back to zero, like you didn't even, you know what I mean? So I was like, no, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forward. So now my first my first um, physical therapy session uh, was supposed to be tomorrow, but they pushed it back to verify insurances and stuff like that. So um, hopefully by the, this week I'll, I'll be starting my first rehab session. So um, been four months, man. Like I'm, I, I can't come back to the. I be wanting to come back to the gym, but it's just like that. That that last memory is just like sour for me right now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it, it's 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 just I, I feel like I finally got my groove back. Like you know, being from COVID, not playing ball, to finally getting back to like you a little bit you know feeling yourself again 
and then that happened to you, like, it's just, like, devastating, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and to see that they didn't win another game after that was even more hurtful because it's like, damn, you know, I, I wanted to be out there with them, but, you know, unfortunate circumstances happened where I couldn't do that, so I ruptured my Achilles, so it's... It's just one of those things, man. You know, you just sit around the house watching the playoffs, yelling at the TV like yeah. you was on. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all you can do right now. So, yeah, no, I feel you. Hey, um, so with no with no uh no current rehab uh, starting yet, you're looking with no surgery. You're looking at uh probably a much faster timetable. If you had to guess, well, what are we in? We're in May. Would you say? December, you could possibly be playing basketball again? Is that what we're looking at? Man, you know if I had my choice, man, you know what I'm saying? You, you, know, you know how I be, man. When I get, if I get a little injury, I'm trying to come back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But this, this ain't Russell Weed right here. This, this is one of them. Willis Reed, this ain't one of them, you know, lift back on in. This yeah. is, but I just feel like maybe... Next year? Yeah, for sure, like October or something like that. You know, October, maybe, maybe October of next year. Maybe so, man. I'm hoping. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, it's a possibility. It just depends on how how, how much rehab you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's fourteen. That's like, about fourteen months. I think I can do it, man. If so, but but you know what I'm saying? It's all about getting in and getting them them rehabs in. And it's mental too. It's a lot of mental. It could be October. It could be November. It could be December. Mm. But I know it ain't gonna be no two years. Like I ain't yeah. gonna if, if if it's two years, bro. Uh, man, I think I'm gonna retire, bro. Like, yeah. I just I just feel like I want to come back. You know, I don't want to end it like that. But if it's two and a half, three years before I can play ball again, I'll be I'll be damn near forty two years old. Well, you gotta you gotta look at your guys like Iz, man. Iz is still doing it. Iz is still playing basketball. He's forty nine, and he's still dominating. Yeah. Is a freak though. Is a freak. He's different. Yeah, he's much. But, but you know, he like six. You know. But but you know, my game is based off quickness and explosion. Yeah. And if I don't got my quickness or explosion, I can shoot like you know, woo woo. But it ain't gonna be the same. Yeah. I ain't gonna be the same player. You gotta you change it. You gotta change your game. First, you know what I'm saying? First step or whatever, grabbing rebounds and stuff like that. If I can't jump, then I'm no good anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, if I'm not quick, I'm no good anymore. You have to change you the game so. pretty much, yeah. I got you. You got to change the whole entire game. Mm-hmm. You know, when when Kobe did it at 34, he wasn't the same. Yeah. He wasn't the same player. Like, he, he was just out there. You know what I'm saying? Until he had that 60-point game on the way out. Yeah, you know which, was, which was forced, by the way. That game was forced. Go- <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm going to leave like that... I want to leave out with a big game. If I'm going to leave out, I'm damn sure not going to leave out on a rebound rupture. I'm not going to do that. Like, I I just feel like I just need to come out, even if I come on the court one game and just score like 30. That'll that'll feel like, you know what I mean? Redemption. Redemption, yeah. I got you. Yeah, redemption. Like, even if I don't play anymore after that one game, I want to come back. And, and show that I still got it. And once I feel like that, then I'm straight. Yeah. I ain't got nothing left to no no prove. I would love to keep hoping, but if I'm not the same player, you know, that's why I cried on the way out because I'm like, this could be my last game. Yeah. You know what I'm 
this could literally be my last game. I'm 38. I'll be 39 this summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if I'm out three years, I'm put, I'm, that's closer to 42, bro. You know, and you're not able to like dribble a basketball. Like you're not able to. If I take this boot off, like I'm just pr- practically like one leg. Like I can't move. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I don't want to end it like this, man. But if 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 God says it's time, it's time. Well, you know, you know, I mean? well, you know like, the slogan. The slogan for Ultimate Hoops is never retire, man. So you know. You just you just keep that in I'm mind. Try not to, <laughs> just keep that I in mind. I miss being out there, man. I miss, I, I miss being out there, man. I just I miss being, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's different. That's why when stuff like this happened, I I just can't be around it, man. Cause yeah. it, it's hurt. Like you know, this is where I got hurt at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you know, uh, I still reach out to the people and make sure you know tell them good game. Jay Walker, I see he getting back, getting his swag back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shout out to you know what I mean. I still talk to them. You know what I mean. Uplift them. You know, um, but you know it's hard for me. You know what I mean to not be able to play basketball. Like this is probably the first time since I want to say I was twenty something years old that I haven't played basketball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been a long time since I I did, did a few sprains, but I was able to come back like two three two three days. Like those type of injuries for me, I heal like a bamboo. But this one, like it just ain't nothing I can do. Yeah, know? this is like I said, ACL's not even as bad as the Achilles injury. The Achilles is the one that takes you right. down. That's what I'm saying. Like this, this, the, this probably. Yeah, this probably the worst injury I ever had in my life. So I broke my leg twice. Yeah, that's so I nothing. Broke my, I broke my right leg twice. Yeah, you said like, you. I remember back in the day breaking your leg. You were like, man, it's over. Like nah nah, <laughs> breaking your leg is not that bad anymore. But uh, no, it's not. Like, cause that you know, even in eighth, I did it in eighth grade. I broke my leg the first time, mm-hmm. and then the second time I broke it ten years later after high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in my early twenties, so I broke it again, the same leg. So it's kind of like, and I was able to come back, still be dunking, still be you know, but this one like it just. I, I I have confidence, but it, it ain't as high as it would be if I broke my leg. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, uh, the NBA playoffs is going on right now. Your Milwaukee Bucks uh, fall tonight. They're now t- it's, the series is now two to two. It's tied up. Uh, mm-hmm. How does this series end? And if Milwaukee moves on, how far will they go? No, honestly, man. Um, honestly, I still think the Milwaukee. But I, I gave Boston two games. So whether they won one and split, they were gonna win two games for me. Okay. I already knew that. But like, I didn't know how they were gonna win it. Like we are, we was up fourteen points, twelve points tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we gave that lead up. So it, it, it would have been a if they go up three one, it's over. Like yeah. if the Bucks go up three one, it's over. But they proved that shit. Like, I'm excuse me, so, so sorry. They proved it last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they could be down, but then once they get they get the going, it's over. But we ain't got Middleton this 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 playoff, and it, and that's big. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's a big piece. That's another twenty plus. You know what I mean? But the ending of this, I say it's gonna be four two. They're gonna go to the conference. I think they still gonna go to the finals for sure. Like, okay. I just I just feel like Milwaukee and Jack are not team. They got a good bench. They don't have no trashy bench like some some. Of the- they got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Depending on Giannis and uh, 
Hey DJ, I, I ain't gonna lie, it sound, it sound like you on a roller coaster ride, bro. It is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm sorry, man. I, I mean, I'm in the Bahamas, man, on the beach. <laughs> All right, and we gonna we gonna wrap it up. So you got me walking, repeating. Hey, they got a hey, they got a strong chance, man. I ain't gonna never knock them. That's one team that you know. What I mean, I watched them. You know, I I had the um. I went to the playoff game last year um, in Milwaukee when they were playing in the playoffs. Uh, compliments to my cousin, and uh, I watched them. You know, and I'm like, man, when they picked that Drew Holiday and that and that and that Bobby Portis, man, yeah, them was good pickups. And they need to play Bobby P more. Yeah, let's start there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Play Bobby P more. We gonna repeat. Okay, you heard it here first. DJ has Milwaukee Bucks repeating against who? It doesn't matter. Uh, he's got Milwaukee winning it all. DJ, I appreciate the time, man. Thank, I, um, I appreciate Thank you coming you on. I wanted to give you this platform because I know you wanted to, you know, speak your speak your piece. And it's not over, man. Trust me. You you'll come back. You'll bounce back. And I and I still see you have at least at least minimum five five more years left of basketball. I'm I'm I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out in the universe. Hey man, I thank y'all for it, man. Y'all man, listen to me, man. That means a lot coming from you, Kevin. You know what I mean? Listen to me now. Hey, I went from getting praised to came. Like I said, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for, man. It's been a tough time, but thank y'all for letting me come speak my my little truth. Keep me updated on what's going on with me, man. I thank y'all. Love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Love you too, I DJ, man. Our prayers going out to you, DJ, man. You, I know we know you'll be back, man. When you get back, man, you know, already know y'all got home with us. So, yes, sir. Man, hey, put, man, man. Uh, do, do y'all give out senior citizens discounts if I do come? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with the hashtag being never retire, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, well, I just thought I'd try, man. You know, all right, DJ, man. Y'all have a blessed night, man. God bless y'all, man. All right, appreciate you. All right, All right man. Yeah. Love. All right, time for our In the News segment. Um, we're going to start with sports. We got NBA playoffs. Uh, let's talk about yesterday. So the Mavericks uh, were able to beat the Suns for the second game in a row. They have now tied a series 2-2. Um, I think the Mavericks are good enough to win this series. Well, we're going to talk about two parts of this, and I think the Mavericks might be in trouble, and I'll tell you why. Um, for one, Luka Doncic has got to stop this nonsense. Like, like he, I mean, he had 26 points, right? Nine for 25. One for ten from three, like bro. How, so how many times have I said that the Mavericks are good enough to win this series with their team? They have shooters. You got Reggie Bullock, you got Brunson, who's a capable scorer. You got Maxi Kleber, who can shoot the ball, and you got Dorian Finney-Smith, who can shoot the ball, who hit eight threes. He was eight for twelve from three. I remember in the Clippers series last year, Dorian Finney was hitting threes, like he was unconscious last series. Now. Luka Doncic goes one for ten from three point line, and they win by ten. Like, bro, y'all could have blew them out had you used your teammates and passed the ball for once. And then, not to mention, you got Spencer Dinwiddie on, uh, coming off the bench, who can light it up as well. Like, th these guys are not able to get a rhythm because Luka is dominating the ball and trying to score every single time when it's not even necessary. They can beat the Phoenix Suns with just that team. 
They really can. But I think the Suns are going to win this series now. And and I would have said the Mavericks would have won. I would have said the Mavericks would have just went ahead and won four in a row had one of their silly fans had not done what they did uh, involving Chris Paul. Right. Um, so I think, you know, with the fan touching Chris Paul's mom and his and uh, shoving his wife, I think that's going to be enough for Chris Paul to go off and finish them off. They'll win the next two games handily. And I think Chris Paul's going to just absolutely dominate. I don't think Devin Booker's going to come along for the ride because I don't think he's built like that, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> but I think Chris Paul, who had a five-point game, is going to light it up now. And he, and he fouled out. But I bet you, I just I just know, I, it just feels like it's going to be like Chris Paul versus the Clippers uh, in game six for the rest of the series for me. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm agree with you again. I think I actually think Phoenix gonna win the next two games and, and close out the series. Uh, but, but speaking on Luca, I think uh, the the Suns have enough defense to throw Luca, but none of them are having a lot of success of stopping them from doing what he's doing. But Luca stopping himself because if you look at like he went one for ten for three, all the threes he shoot are like those step back threes, which is just a difficult shot. I mean, even when Harden was, like, making 40% of them at one point, which is a, an amazing percentage, that's just a tough shot to have any real consistency with. And if you look at the threes he's shooting, they're all step-back threes. They're, like, it's the, the type of threes he's shooting, which he's capable of making, but he doesn't need to be taking 10 of them. And it does kind of take away from the other guys when he starts to do that, when he starts to dominate the ball like that. But, I mean, he's a great player. And, realistic Suns have had a hard time kind of keeping it from getting where he wants to get because um, he's been posting guys up when they're too small. Uh, when, you know, when they got a, a stronger guy on, he takes them to the perimeter. Uh, when they got a smaller guy on them, he's like, you know, he posts them up. So he, he, he's a, a, a matchup nightmare. Actually, for Suns. It's crazy because Suns have enough defenders to throw at him. But Luka's stopping himself and probably his team, though, by the bad shot selection, him shooting those, those step-back turnaround threes or whatever. So... Uh, I think if he can improve his shot selection, the grand, I don't know what goes on in the uh, video sessions. And I don't know if Jason Kidd is telling him. I'm sure Jason Kidd is telling him. I think he has to be. has the balls to tell him. I don't know. Uh, I think Recall I'll probably have the balls to tell him too. But maybe he doesn't recall it or just they ain't get along like that to where Luca will want to consistently listen to him. But um, I think Jason Kidd definitely gives attention and let him know, like, hey, man, that you, we, we, these are the shots you can't take in order for us to be the most successful. Because Phoenix is an awesome transition team. And those step-back threes lead to long rebounds, yep. which leads to two-on-one, three-on-one transition buckets for Phoenix. So, um, I think, I think, yeah, if they, they, I, it, Dallas shoots threes. That's what they do. Um, and, but I think it's like, say, it's all about the type of threes they're shooting. And I think when they're on driving kicks and, and the flow of offense and everything else, I think those are cool. And they've had said, they shoot, they, they shot the ball extremely well. But yeah, when those step back threes that Luca is shooting, those are, can be harmful to team overall. And like I said, you don't want to give a, a pit bull like Chris Paul any added motivation to come out there and finish you either. And they may have done that, like you said, with the situation that happened in the stands. Uh, so we'll see what happens, though, over the next two years. And Munchie Woods, he just won Coach of the Year. So I assume he'll make some Coach of the Year type adjustments mm-hmm. uh, next two games, too. Yep, I agree. Um,. Yeah, and, and back to Luca, man. He he just got to stop doing that. Like it's killing me because 
it's like I'm not a Phoenix Suns fan. I don't want to see them back in the finals again. I don't. I thought, you know, it would have been nice for them to win last year. But this is not a team that's about to take over the NBA. I'm sorry. They're just not. And and no. and Dallas is good enough to take them out now. But, again, like, you, you, you just – they just did some unnecessary stuff that kind of messed them up. And it's no fault to the Mavericks. And, you know, it's unfortunate that they have to deal with this. But I, I think it's over for them. I really do. I think Chris Paul is going to turn up now. So yeah. – um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Phoenix is one of the franchises that has still not won an NBA championship before. Yeah. Yeah, they are, actually. Um, are they the only ones? Been, I think they've been three times, but I think the other, they've never won. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Um, so the Miami Heat and the, and the Philadelphia 76ers, Miami uh, dropped another one, two in a row. Uh, Philadelphia was able to get the win, 116-108. Uh, to James Harden sighting, finally. Uh, he finished with 31 points. Shot the ball fairly well. Uh, 8 for 18. Uh, was able to get the three ball going. He made uh, 6 of 10. 9 assists. That's the James Harden that they're asking for. 31, 9, and 7. Like, if you're going to be the second best player on the team, uh, you got to have games like this. And Embiid wasn't he wasn't dominant. Uh, he did enough. He was 24 and 11. But if James Harden doesn't do what he does, I think Philadelphia loses again uh, at home. And um, it's just funny. I'm just watching the game, and I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Philadelphia about to win the game, and I'm just looking over at Doc Rivers like, "Hey, bro, I want you to know you had nothing to do with this. Like, I don't I don't want you over there looking on the sideline like, yeah, yeah, this is me, this is me. Like, no, 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 no. You had nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that was, that was a big relief for Doc. Uh, I've always thought that Philadelphia was the more talented team between the two. Mm. Uh, Especially with MB back. I mean, they have two MVPs on the team. So, uh, and granted, James Harden has been playing like MVP James Harden, obviously. Uh, but he looked like it this past game. And maybe his days of, and we'll definitely see by the start of next season if this is true or not. He might just need to get in better shape. We'll see. But maybe his days of being a MVP night in and night out are over. Um, but, if he could put in an MVP performance like this, you know, every two to three games, that may be enough for Philadelphia to get where they need to get. But, you know, he, he, he's going to have to have another game like that this series in order for Philadelphia to win the series. Is he, can he do it? Um, his overall career says yes, he can. Uh, what he's done over the last two months says no. <laughs> so uh we'll see but he has to have another mvp level game like he had um in game four for them to win the series he has to at least have one more game like that hey. so i think he has one more game like that and joel's gonna be joel i think mb's gonna have a, a multiple games at a mvp type level uh but if james can have at least one more game like that i think that'll be enough for them to get them over the hump and move on to the next round i, I said the same thing i was like i'm looking at james i'm like hey don't don't be over there like, all right. I did my part. Like, no, 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 no. No, it's a seven game series, dog. We need more than one game from you, bro. If that's okay. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. Absolutely. So, don't 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 think you good. All right. Um. So tonight, uh, they just finished up the Celtics and the and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Celtics were able to get the win on the road, uh, one sixteen to one hundred eight, and tie that series at two two. I think the second round uh, matchup has been very interesting. Uh, every series is tied up 2-2, and now uh, Memphis is uh, playing the Warriors as we speak, and, and Memphis is up 4 now. Memphis being up 4 really doesn't mean much. 
Uh, they had a huge lead to start off uh, game three, and they didn't take care of business. I would have definitely said the Warriors would have won uh, game four had Memphis were able to pull off game three. Uh, but they just couldn't stop a nosebleed, man. They gave up 142 points, uh, and it was yeah. just it was just an onslaught. They, it just seemed like the Warriors were making every single shot. I think they finished the game shooting over 60% from the field, and in the NBA, when you're taking so many shots, that's that's basically making everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's... Memphis is young. I think we kind of forget that part of it a lot of times because we watch, cause they're playing so well at times that we kind of forget that they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is only Jai's third year uh, in the league. Uh, and, like, all these other guys are basically guys who are, like, second round and undrafted guys who missed the turn into really good players, uh, like Bain and uh, and DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Mill. I think the Rockets drafted Milton, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, these guys are, like, like I say, you know, second round guys who are kind of developed into really good players. Uh, so... They're really young, but, I mean, they get a lot of good experience right now. And so we, we say that by teams who are on the rise. But, I mean, they're, they're getting good experience. They're really, at times, really outplaying the Warriors, truth yeah. be told. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Warriors' experience helps them win games at the end. But they kicked their butt last game. They turned it to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, well, they turned to the Golden State Warriors in the second half. Yeah, uh, second half was ridiculous. Early. Um, before they blew that lead. So uh, I expect the Warriors to win still. But with all that, um, it'll be nice. I feel like this. If they can find a way, because they lead, they're leading right now, they can find a way to win this game without Jai. And, you know, they'll have home court advantage again, which means that Golden State will have to win a game, at least one game in Memphis in order to win the series. Mm-hmm. Hey, that could be a little scary. It can be. And uh, does he play game five? Or does he sit out game five as well? Nothing's been said about the injury yet, so we don't know. But if, I mean, that'd be, if that's why I said, if they could find a way to pull this out without him, and he comes back game five, that'd be huge. And I think that that would scare Golden State. I would like to see Josh sit out game five, honestly, because I think if he came back game five, he wouldn't be 100% and he would be a shell of himself and he would hurt his team. But if they were able to win game five without him as well, um, and then you re- he returns game six, I think he'll be, you know, fresher. I think he'll be more relaxed, like, you know, able to be comfortable to play his game to where, the, you know, he can just propel them uh, to win the series. But um, I could see Golden State winning without him. I mean, not Golden State. I could see the Grizzlies winning without him. But uh, we kind of just <laughs> went right past the uh, Boston and uh, Milwaukee game. Um, and that was, that was my fault. I, I just went right into Memphis. Um, I think two reasons why why uh, Boston was able to win this game. Um, for one, Al Horford, 20, 30 points. Uh, didn't see that coming. And Marcus Smart was actually efficient on the offensive end, 8 of 13. Um, if those two things are happening... I mean, there's no reason why Boston shouldn't win the game. Um, you had Giannis shoot bad from the field. He was 14 to 32. Um, and you say 14 for 32, that's that's a tick under 50%. But Giannis isn't a three-point shooter. So if he's shooting under 50% and he's not shooting threes, that's locking him up. Yeah, they, they, uh, they were trying to build a wall tonight. And a lot of his points came in transition off rebounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... 
they, they did a decent job in the half court against him tonight. Uh, it's just, like I say, you know, Giannis finds ways in transition and getting the offensive rebounds to make sure he still gets his points. Um, but, like, yeah, I think Boss just has so many guys that could destroy at you defensively. So it's um, it's a, it, it a tough guard, but I think the highlight of the game was, uh, I think in the first half, second quarter, Giannis goes is in, in transition, fast break, and he throws it down uh, over Al Horford. Al Horford, Horford didn't jump. But he throws it down, and Giannis screams in his face and gets a tick. Um, <laughs> and, and it's funny because Al Horford is like sitting there shaking his head, like, all right, all right, all right, I got you. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of funny. And I'm thinking in my head, it's like, Al Horford, you're 35, man. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, you going to get him back? <laughs> I mean, I get it. I probably did that too. Like, shit in my head, like, all right, all right, I got you, I got you. But come fourth quarter, though, uh, he on a back door. I think he beats Giannis off dribble, which Al Horford shouldn't be beating Giannis off dribble. <laughs> he should not. Uh, <laughs> he should and not. then he goes off one leg and just smashes it right into Giannis' face, knocks him all on the ground. Giannis holding his face on the ground. And Al Horford <laughs> starts screaming at Giannis and gets a tick back. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. That, that is funny how this karma happened real, real fast. <laughs> He's uh, like, he really, really did it. Like, he really got him back. Like, like completely got him back. Yeah, like, Like, you're not going to dunk on the back. Like, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> and he oh, absolutely man. dunked on the back. <laughs> and he definitely got the back. You don't too often see that, but it, it definitely happened, though. So, that, that, I think that was pretty cool. I, you know what? I can't I can't move on to the next game without mentioning it. Well, the next uh, sport without mentioning this. Hey, Drew Holiday was absolutely awful tonight. He was 5 for 22. Yeah. And you know what? He's done this quite a few times in his playoff career. It just always goes unnoticed because Milwaukee's so good. But he's one of the most inefficient guards in the NBA as far as, like, scoring because what he provides for you on the defensive end, it, you, you just kind of ignore what he does on offense. Like, it's kind of like a bonus when he gives you points now at, the, at this point in his career. But Drew Holiday, is, he's the most inefficient guard that I've, I've ever seen, like, at, at this point in his career. Like, it's, it's bad how bad he – like, he'll be shooting and missing and missing and missing and missing, and nobody says a word because he's so good on defense. Well, nobody brings it up too because, like, uh, cause I think when he played, he had a couple games like that in New Orleans too when he was with Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, when, like, he just would, had these horrible offensive and inefficient offensive games. And, like I said, we just want to talk about it because so much focus would be on Anthony Davis, or we just didn't think New Orleans had a chance anyway, so we just didn't give a damn. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he had a. He had one last year in the finals, too, but I think he ended up hitting, like, a big bucket. He did. He had a lot of games like that in the finals. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he, like, played awful. And then, like, you kind of end up forgetting it because I think he ended up hitting, like, a big bucket at the end. Yeah. And might, like, give him a lead or something. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he tends to do this. But, I mean, if he does his job on the other end uh, and Giannis is still able to put up 30-plus, I think it can go unnoticed, you know, like. And, I mean, you kind of keep forgetting this part, too. I'm not sure when he's gonna come back, but Chris Milton has been back yet. You know, yeah, he's still. You won't need him to take 22 attempts either. Yeah. My God. Yeah. So it, it's kind of that. It's kind of hard to 
stay or where Milwaukee is right now. And they're doing they're actually doing pretty amazing considering that their second best player hasn't been there. But is it gonna be enough to beat this Boston team? I mean, if people were acting like Boston was going to the finals after the, what they did to Brooklyn, but Milwaukee is good, man. Like they're a good team. Like let's not let's not get it twisted. Like <laughs> they're the defending champs for a reason. Right, right. So, so I mean, we'll see, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just happy that these these series are good because, like, in the first round, some teams are just getting their butt kicked in the first round, which happens. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm happy to see that these series are tied up, and pretty much all of them are close right now. I mean, I, if if Memphis finds a way to win, all of them be two two. Yeah, every every series that'll be good. That'll be good yeah. for the NBA. Um, yeah. speaking of the NBA. Um, this will be our last topic for NBA. Uh, Nikola Jokic was able to win uh, MVP uh, for this year. For what's that back to back for him? That's the second yep. one. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, do you agree uh, with him winning, or do you think someone else uh, was more deserving? I personally thought uh, I thought Embiid would get it, but Jokic was the uh, the betting the betters' favorite. I think they had him at minus something. Once once you're at minus, it's pretty much you know a wrap. So, yeah. um, um, I mean, you know, people kind of pick and choose how they want to, you know, vote on these things nowadays, man. Like, you know, it always was like winning was always the, the, the key uh, to you winning your the MVP, like the team, best player on the best team, blah, they this, blah, they that, blah, they this. But I mean, the Denver was the 16th this year. And don't get me wrong, without him, without him, Denver probably not even a playoff team, so I get that. Uh, but I mean, twenty-seven to fourteen is hard to argue against. They yeah. do average twenty-seven fourteen. How many? How many assists? <laughs> the average eight assists. And with, and with eight assists, yeah, the dude do had a monster year, and he has monster numbers. But with all that being said, look, Embiid team is better. I mean, they're the four they, seed. It wasn't like they were the number one seed. They were. They were the four seed, but pretty much, if he doesn't miss. 14 games, I think he missed 13 or 14 games, which might have been why he didn't get it. Yeah. If he doesn't miss 13, 14 games, they're probably a two seed. Like, you know? Yep. Uh, but, yeah, like, Embiid, I want to say he only played, <laughs> I want to say he averaged like 30 minutes a game this year. <laughs> Still put up the numbers. Like 30 minutes a game, and he averaged 30 points. Then he win the scoring minutes. title? <laughs> he won the scoring title, right? He won the scoring title. <laughs> he averaged 30 minutes a game. <laughs> Like, dude, dude's a monster, man. So, yeah. I, I, and granted, I might be a little biased too because since Joker won it last year, I feel like a new guy needs to win it this year, especially yeah. if it's close. Yeah. Um, I don't think Joker. I don't think Joker's that good to where you like, man. We can't disrespect him like that. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like what? Like he did. If if it's close, give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, and that's kind of how I felt. Like, you know, I think their numbers are similar. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I think Joel's team is better. So if, if we go by that alone. He should win and it. Yeah, he should win it because that's how MVP's been. It, had, it, really, it has always kind of been that way until, like, the Russell Westbrook. Uh, MVP, yeah. That's the only one I remember where it wasn't the best player on the best team. Right. Uh, you know, in that, in that case, that probably been hard. 
which probably mean Harden probably won back-to-back MVPs. I don't know if you want him winning back-to-back MVPs either. But I'm actually uh, good. I'm actually good with that instead of um, instead of Russ, honestly, because I mean that team was sorry. They were what the seventh seed. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. What, what are we talking about? And so that and that's my thing. So like, so where's the consistency with it? Like, I think you know, teams tend to or, or media members are picking and choosing the the narrative they want to write when it comes to this. You know, what I'm saying the, these unwritten rules about this, that, and this, whatever. Which that's why I said if I was a voter, I'd just vote for who I want to vote for because y'all, y'all, y'all write the narrative a different narrative year by year now. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying think about it, like Will Chamberlain average. 50 a game with 25 rebounds one year and then win MVP. Uh, Bill Russell still won it. <laughs> best player on best team. Being best player on best team. So, you know, again, if you're going by that, NBA should have won it this year. Absolutely. I mean, so, actually, if you're going by that metric, uh, you can give it to Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Yeah. No, but Devin Booker is not the MVP. I'm sorry, he was a loser before Chris Paul got there. So <laughs> there's no way in hell I'm giving him MVP. I'm not even. I'm not even putting him on the ballot. Sorry. Even even John. Well, only why I would give John missed 25 games. Yeah, he so missed a lot of games. He did. But but yeah, but like you can even consider looking at where Memphis is this year compared with what they've been for the last five years. Like yeah, I mean, John could been right there in the mix. Yeah, if job if job plays 65 games. You can probably consider him as MVP, right? Because they'll probably be, well, yeah, they'll probably still be the two seed though. Because they're not. I mean, Phoenix had the best record by far. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on. We got uh, we got two more topics. We're going to touch on one briefly, and I do mean briefly. Um, so before we wrap up sports, we got two more. So Canelo Alvarez goes down. Um, he lost uh, for the yeah. second time in his career. I did not see that coming, but I guess I probably should have saw it coming because, I mean, when you anytime you move up in weight, um, you, you, you're dealing with a whole different realm, a whole different, uh, it's a, it's just a whole different lifestyle, man. Like, because you, you got to add weight, and Canelo thought that basically he could just come in there and do what he's been doing, and that was just gonna work, and that was just gonna be enough, but. Your whole your whole training has to change as far as uh when you when you're going up a different level in weight five pounds eight pounds whatever it's it's a difference man it's a difference especially in boxing like I know you may think eight pounds is not a lot uh but in boxing it is um man he I mean he just got dominated like I think it, it was a unanimous decision um Bavov just just he just he, he beat him up man he beat him up from from start to finish and there's a highlight that they keep showing. Where Canelo Alvarez is trying to lure him into the ropes, and he's just like, "Nah, bro, come to, the, <laughs> come on to the middle. Like, I ain't going over there. Like, I don't care what you, I don't care what you say. I, yeah, yeah, I know you want to, I know you want to make it ugly, and you know you want to start brawling. Nah, we ain't doing that, bro. We from the box today, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he just beat him up, man, and, and it was just like it made it really made Canelo look like he did not know how to box. It kind of it kind of reminded me of Floyd Mayweather when he dominated him. You know what I mean? And, and and it was just bad, man. And the, the sad part is Canelo was just saying, they they just quoted him the other day talking about, man, I want to fight everybody. You sure? You sure about that? Because I, mean, I, I, I can name three guys right now that will probably take you down right now, bro. So I don't know, man. It's not looking good for Canelo. He got to go back to the drawing board completely. Yeah, and I think uh, 
It messed it up, too, because I think he was supposed to fight Triple G in September, and that messed that fight up now. Yeah, uh, that, that's G not happening. Pissed off about that. Because um, a lot of people feel like Triple G beat him the two times they fought. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he beat him the first time, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I, well, th this thing, too, like, I think a lot of people don't understand, like, how big it, it don't seem like a big deal, but how big a deal weight is in boxing. Mm -hmm. It's not just five pounds. It's it's the fact that he's fighting a guy who's naturally bigger than him. So this guy, even though they're fighting at one seventy five, Vall probably walks around when he's not training. One ninety, at one ninety, one ninety five. Yep. Where Canelo probably walks around when he's not training at about one hundred eighty pounds, probably. I give him one. I give him one seventy five. Yeah, well, you, you know, so... But he's used to, he's used to what, 160? Yeah, and he fought at middleweight for a long time, and he yeah. started at 154. Yeah. So, uh, so you're talking about, even though Canelo looks muscular, at the end of the day, he's still fighting a guy who's naturally yeah. a lot bigger than him. So, you, you find a guy who's naturally a lot bigger than you, who's used to fighting at that weight, and has speed. And he's longer, you know, too. So he's longer, he's longer, right? He fights with speed. Um, and where you're coming up in weight so as being a smaller guy you're expected to be the faster guy mm -hmm. but with him coming up in weight he looks slower yeah um, than he usually does he looked a lot slower and ball like the faster fighter yep at, as the heavier guy so i think just that 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 yes canelo is a great fighter he's a great boxer too he could actually he's technically very good yeah yeah yes all that kind of went out the window i think when you start talking about your body and um and that's why like you know you see boxers running that running mountains uh and all that stuff because it, it's your your technique kind of goes out the window when you get tired or you're not in the best shape um uh, and i think it kind of starts happening like when he got into like the past like round six or seven mm. like you could see he start to look tired and he start to look slow and before look fresh and not only did he look fresh no i think he he respected canelo's power early but as the fight went on, you, I can see him kind of start to just kind of walk through punches. Like, uh, oh, this all you got? Okay. Well, you, you, you get five of these. Bang, 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 bang. Get out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it, it, it just like the the, the, the the weight definitely was an issue for him. Uh, and now I, I see him. He's not making excuses, but he's like, uh, yeah, but we're going to get a rematch, but we'll get it at 168. If I'm a ball, I'm like, I'm the champion. Nope. I'm not going down nope. to fight you. Nope. I, make the, I call the shots now. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it's my game now. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, Kenel is the moneymaker in this still. But if I'm the ball, I definitely poke my chest out and say, like, no, beat the, I beat you at this weight. And, he's, and he was already the champ. I'm already the champ. I'm the unified champion. I'm the best in the world. Yeah, come beat me. I'm not going to come down and beat you. You know, so. Uh, but, yeah, I heard that that's kind of some of the rumors now. Um, but Canelo might need to go ahead and take him uh you know, just for, you know, for the sake, he might need to take him a, a get him a fight. And granted, you know, like I said, he's supposed to fight Triple G. I don't know if he, even if he did go ahead and decide to fight Triple G in uh, September, that might not be a good matchup for him either <laughs> at this point because, like, you know, after you take a loss, you don't want to jump right back in with another monster. You probably need to go ahead and get you a guy who who you can beat. Yeah, get your tune-up fight. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and get your tune-up and then hop in there with a monster again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but... Uh, but Canelo's a monster. I think he'll be back. Uh, but it, 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 it's just, it's just, you know, like in, in these combat sports like that, I mean, anybody can be beat, especially when you're trying to be very, uh, 
what's where I'm looking for. He's just really pushing himself and pushing the limits of what he can do. And yeah. don't thoughts on the fight they ever do this. The Ray Leonard's, Marvin, well, not Marvin Hacker, I always stayed 160. But uh, Tommy Hearns, they all moved up in weight and went and fought guys. They all moved up in weight to fight Marvin Hagler. That's why Marvin Hagler was beating a lot of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and so it's nothing wrong with being that guy. But just let you let it know, like, when you move up in weight, you can get that, that head knocked off. And, and some people, like Roy Jones, he moved up to heavyweight. It was never the same fighter again. Never again. He beat he be Ruiz that one time, but yeah, yeah he, took some, he, to took some, he took some he took some he took some blows, man. He took some blows. He beat him at one seventy five, if I'm not mistaken. He, I think, yeah, I think Roy, Roy went up to, to heavyweight, fought Ruiz, dropped down back to one seventy five. Didn't go back to cruise. Didn't go to cruiseweight. Went back to one seventy five, and Tarver gave him hell at one seventy five. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know why. Escaped, I, escaped the Tarver fight. And fought Tarver again, and yeah. Tarver knocked him out, and he's been getting knocked out ever since. <laughs> yeah, Tarver, Tarver, Tarver beat the hell out of him. Like Tarver was the only guy that really owned Roy Jones, really, which is yeah. which is crazy because I'm like, out of all the guys that Roy Jones fought, Tarver is the guy that you know what I'm saying that got his number. But that's how it be, like yeah. you say, Styles make fights for boxing. What I'm saying is this: the, the weight, the weight thing in boxing, the weight thing in combat sports in general is just it's not what you think it is because you think about us gaining weight, and it's just like, oh, we gained some weight. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. no, like that that's when you're when you're a physical athlete trying to get at your peak for performance purposes, two pounds is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So yeah, I mean I think that's just what happens with Canelo. It's just like, yeah, you 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 don't you're a bad dude, but we start fighting the other best in the world, it it just it ain't that easy, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh now let's briefly touch this subject here and then we're gonna move on to music. Um Cynthia Cooper was in the news. <laughs> so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one because I don't know enough. I've heard from what you briefed me on. I I feel like I'll I'll have a, a slight opinion on this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, she she quote unquote retired after the season uh, at TSU. You know she's been at TSU for the last few years. Yes. And so she uh, retired at the end of the season. I was like, dang, that was unexpected. Um, they were actually doing good. Yeah, I was like, damn, I wonder why she just got up out there. You know, she's not even, I mean, she's older, but, you know, I would think she's not old. She's not old enough to be, you know, the way I would think that she would retire or whatever. And, um, you know, it come out, came out this week that, you know, that she was saying some sexually explicit things to some of her players, uh, some inappropriate things mm. to her players. Uh, and I'm not going to repeat them uh, on the podcast, <laughs> no. but they're very, very inappropriate if you guys want to look it up. Uh, and it's surprising because I can't see Cynthia Cooper speaking that way. Yeah, that's um, a, that's a, that I, like I've heard her on podcasts before, and that's the last thing I would have thought. Just you know, from hearing her and watching her play in the past, like I, she just didn't strike me as that type of person. Right, but as being a coach and yeah. being coached my whole youth, yeah, I've been around some coaches that say some rough stuff some wild stuff yes wild stuff so (laughs) on that end of it i'm not surprised yeah but she was in that era so yeah but she came from that era where coach probably said wild stuff to her like that and you're saying that to kids current kids yeah and it just doesn't go over well you but Um, you but you but you you know that's what she knows you know what i mean but she got it she has to understand 
like in 2022 you can't do that stuff anymore like you can't do it like have she not learned from all the guys that's gotten in trouble even i think bobby knight was the last guy i'm not i'll say bobby knight was the first guy to when they were like they were like okay all right coaches chill out you know what i mean like y'all gotta chill out that's that's enough that that was the start of the trend to where that type of um that type of brash coaching is starting to, you know, it's starting to dwindle away. And then now you look at you basically can't say nothing to these kids now. You know what I mean? Right. You gotta keep it all the way PC. That's that's the that's the world we live in now. That's what it is. And Cynthia Cooper apparently did not get that memo. <laughs> oh, you just gotta have kids who are soft. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I just don't think you have kids that don't go back and say nothing anymore. Like, that I too. think kids go back uh, and say stuff now, like at the end of the day. So, yeah, if I'm going to say something wild to a kid, I got to know if this kid don't go back and say nothing, this kid will. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna, always going to be that kid. And I think that's probably what happens. She just got kind of caught up in saying, you know, in, in, in coaching the way she coaches and coaching the way she probably knows how to coach and coaching yeah. the way that she was coached and uh it's 2022 and you know these kids don't react well today or they, yeah they gonna tell hey Sean, hey man i, I graduated on three so I, i'm not gonna throw none of my coaches under the bus but my coaches was wild baby yeah. <laughs> they said some wild stuff to us and, and, I, and look Look, I remember coaches telling me when I was 10 or 11 years old. Yes. Wow. Yes. In middle school and in, 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 in uh, elementary, dog. Like, what? Yeah, like, let alone when I was a, 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 a young adult. Yeah. Like, what coaches were saying. But I can't even remember when I was 10 or 11 what coaches were saying to me. Was, <laughs> when I think about it now, I was like, man, that was wild. That's wild. <laughs> so, it, it, it just... You know, and, and I guess it's girl sports too. Yeah, that's too. Uh, that's too. That's too. You know, you you in, in female sports. You know, which is kind of part of the reason why I, I've never got female. You 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 actually coach females. I do. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so you know, I would completely have to change my style, um, coaching females. Um, and you know, not say I'm stuck in my ways, but it's not something I want to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I my style, I, I get, get my point across. You are you are who you are because you are who you are, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not something I want to do at this point in my career. So you know, I, I think you know with, with girls' sport, you just have to have a, a certain level of sermon of, of the things that kind of you say, how they come out your mouth, and how you have to have that sense of urgency and get people to do what you need them to do without being completely offensive without crossing the line yeah. <laughs> she absolutely crossed the line boy oh boy you definitely <laughs> would <not> say anywhere <laughs> and, and and like like sean we're we're speaking like our coaches from back in the day they were talking in the, in the lines of sports you know what i mean and it was it was it was inappropriate but they're they're stick they're strictly talking about sports she's talking about something completely different you know what I mean? So that's why she res- quote unquote resigned. Right. So. Right. So you know, and they they hired and hired a younger coach. Uh, she actually was coach at A and L, if I'm not mistaken. She was a uh, she was one of the assistants at A and L, and she's a younger coach. You yeah. know, like late thirties, early forties. You know what I'm saying? So again, she probably is a little bit, you know. Which now? Which which coaches? A and M got some fine coaches. Yeah, uh, actually, Sydney. I know you talking about Sydney Carter. Sydney Carter actually just. 
took a job at Texas, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so she actually left. So, yeah, all those fine coaches that a and have, two of them gone now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they had a whole flock of all right uh that's it for sports now let's move on we went is that 37 minutes on sports oh my god <laughs> that was just on sports alone all right let's go to music uh kendrick lamar kendrick lamar uh is coming out with his album this week um right. he released the video today i actually saw a clip i saw um that it, it was like on the video his faces were changing like they showed Kendrick, I saw um I saw Will Smith, I saw yeah. Kanye, and, and did I see Jesse Smollett? Is that what that was? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you in this? <laughs> they show all these legends, they show Jesse Smollett. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was so confused by that. But uh um, yeah, OJ on that too. Yeah, OJ. But he's not somebody that people often <laughs> Put a part of their marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that one. I said I'm gonna watch the whole video now. But um, but yeah, I I like the idea. First of all, Kendrick is a legend. I think Kendrick yeah. has been waiting. He's been letting guys have their time, but now it's Kendrick's time. Um, I think this album, it it it's starting to smell like it's Grammy worth. You know what I mean? I can already tell. Like next next year, you don't be surprised if Kendrick takes home a Grammy. Yeah, and then, like, I, here's the thing about Kendrick, too. Kendrick kind of has, like, the old-school rollout. Like, um, so, you know, like, great artists in the past, uh, let's just say, um, a lot of rappers usually used to drop, like, albums a lot. But, like, let's say, like, uh, uh, Michael Jackson or something. Mm -hmm. you know, Michael Jackson made Thriller, and Bad didn't come out until, like, five years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after Bad, like, you know, um, Dangerous didn't come out until four years later. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the, he, let, he really let that, that album sink in and then gave us time to miss him till we wanted him back. Uh, because, you know, the Michael Jackson press run used to be, like, overwhelming. Like, it would be, like, too much of Michael. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he'll go away, and then we'll be like, oh, man, we ain't heard from Mike in a minute. And then he'll come back. Like, you know, and kind of Kendrick's kind of like that, too. When we get Kendrick, we get a lot of Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden he goes away and he's like, dang, man, I ain't heard nothing from Kendrick. Like, cause Kendrick don't, Kendrick's not on like any features or anything. Like, yeah. he just goes away completely. He was chilling. Yeah, like, that's how it's kind of been. Like, uh, he dropped Good, Good Kid, Mad City. And then after that, I think Pippa Butterfly Mike came out like two years later. Yeah. So that was kind of quick. But after that, he comes out with Damn. That's about three, four years. And now, damn, it came out. Damn, came out in 2017. So it's like five years later now. And Kendrick doesn't. He doesn't get pressured by his fans to come out with an album. He like, man, look, y'all see me when y'all see me. Kind of like Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna yeah. not gonna be in no rush to put out nothing. She listen. She got other stuff she got going on. And I think Kendrick is about to start transitioning to acting uh, after what we saw in Power. So don't be surprised if we start seeing him more in the scene with movies. I think this might be his last uh, rap project for a while. Right. I think he's about to start going in the movies it now. It is, though. From the little parts I heard, I'm going to go back and look at this story again. Hey, still spitting fire, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Those bars still, bars still there. You know, some people go go away and be like, they have some writer's block and they ain't got it no more now. Those bars still there. Those Kendrick bars, is a, bars Kendrick bars is a genius, there, though. Still there, so uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time. I think, like I said, Kendrick dropped down. And after that, I think he did the... Uh, 
the Black Panther soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, we got a lot of Kendrick at one time, and then we get nothing at all. Like, yeah. His fans <laughs> like, are starving. Drake, Drake drops the album, and then, you know, you hear Drake on features, he's doing video. Like, so you like, by the time Drake comes out with the next album, you still have been getting some Drake the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So you okay. You're not starved. Yeah. Yeah, but like Kendrick, Kendrick do something, you get a lot of Kendrick, and then like he just goes away, and then it's like, dang man, I, ain't, I need something from Kendrick. Mm. Especially when like J. Cole didn't drop like three projects. Yep. Uh, uh, like I say, Drake didn't drop three or four projects. So it's like, dang man, like where, where, where's Kendrick at? So, right, because you know he's in that same uh, realm of, of, of rapper. So yeah, yeah I, I think his, his fans are excited. I know Charlemagne's going to be excited. Charlemagne's probably already gave this album a 10 before it even came out. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, that's what that's where he's at. Now, uh, our last topic of the night, uh, we have. Oh, by the way, Craig David's coming out. Uh, I think this week too. <laughs> if anybody cares besides me, <laughs> the only Craig David fan left. <laughs> I might be the only guy. Uh, I'll give you guys a review on that too. Um, so, Winning Time has their season finale. Uh, did they have it already? Was it this past Sunday or is it uh? Yeah, it was the past. So I'm behind on uh on winning time, and I'm not in a rush uh, to go see it. But the last episode I did see was good. Um, I'm not a, the reason why I'm not in a rush to see it because, like I said, all this stuff has already happened. You know what I mean? This is this is this is like one of those movies that are based on a true story. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a TV show that's based on a true story. I already know what happened. Hey, it was in the '80s. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna be if someone tells me what happens in the episode. Hey, I probably already know that. You know what I mean? I probably don't know the details, but, you know, as far as the basketball and, you know, the transactions, hey, Pat Riley, spoiler alert, Pat Riley's going to be the coach at some point. We know that. You know what I mean? So it's like, whatever. So I'm not tripping, but I do I do plan on getting around it because I didn't know uh, I didn't know my, uh, Magic Johnson was out there knocking boys out. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I didn't know he was a fighter. I didn't know that. Boys thought they were safe. Y'all ain't safe no more. Yeah, y'all ain't safe no more. Like, <laughs> we know. So, yeah, when it probably gets really over-sexualized and they're going to start getting into affairs and, you know, probably guys mess with the same girls or mess with guys. Why? You know, when it starts getting into the real kind of scandalous stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's when guys are really going to be like, nah, man, we need to boycott this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth, though. Yeah. So, I mean... It, but I mean, I'm really enjoying it though, uh, and I'm really enjoying it too. Cause I mean, I get it uh, when you use my likeness and you use it in a way that I don't appreciate. I get why you won't want to show it, but yeah. truth be told, it's not making me me personally. I can't speak for everybody. Else. Yeah, uh, it's not making me personally feel any kind of way about these guys. Though, like you know, right? Uh, Spencer Haywood, I kind of knew he was like that. Yeah. Even Kareem, I don't like some of the stuff Kareem is doing on the show at all. But 
listening to Kareem talk about people over the years, it's like, yeah, I kind of knew he was like that. It's not making me feel like he's not a great player, though. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Magic Johnson, like, yeah, I figured he slept with a lot of women. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, yeah. the way you're going about it, hey, you know, whatever. You know, I forgive you. But yeah. it's not making me feel like he's a terrible person. I don't want to ever, you know, Jerry West, same thing. I don't feel no type of way about Jerry West after what I'm watching. Uh, yeah, I feel some type of way when I see it. Yeah. But when the show's off, I'm like, okay, he's still a great player. He's still one of the greatest of all time. He's still. So, uh, and that's me personally. Now, other people, it may make you feel completely different about these people. I, like, hey, Sean, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm looking at Kareem a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I go stuck. I'm looking at him a little different. I, always, I I still think he's a great player, like you said. But I didn't know he was that type of teammate, man. I'm looking at the boy a little sideways, man. I'm looking at him different. I'm like, dang, for real? <laughs> All right. That's how you was getting down, huh? He has to look like the best of teammates. But he's the one guy that I haven't heard come out and say anything about it yet. He's like, like yep. I've heard other guys say something like, oh, man, that's messed up. Like, I'm not going to watch it. Green <laughs> on guy I ain't heard come out and say nothing about it yet, so... Kareem might be like, hey, well, it is what it is. <laughs> Kareem like, yep, that was me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, episode 160 in the books. Uh, we got some good basketball coming up this week. I know we're going to have some good basketball because we got a rematch of one of the best games that we've seen in quite some time uh, happening again. Uh, we got one team that's going to lose uh, their first game of the season, and we got one team possibly two teams that could pick up their first wins of the season uh, here in week four at uh, at Cyprus. Uh, looking forward to it live via cell phone. Uh, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We are out.